Welcome to Spirit Body, a podcast about bodies, spirituality, mental health, and how they all connect together. I'm your host, Lauren Donaldson, a therapist, astrologer, and an intuitive healer. Welcome back to the show. Let's start by taking a breath together, maybe closing your eyes if you can, but just taking a pause to tune into yourself. And when you're ready on your own time, taking a breath in and a breath out. One more conscious breath all together in and out. And say hello to yourself, myself. And today I'm going to be talking about being a highly sensitive person. And I thought a good way to kind of kick off this episode would be just to name or define some of the characteristics of being a highly sensitive person. And this list is by no means, um, you know, the most thorough or uh, all encompassing definition, but these are kind of some of the more common traits that I have noticed in practice and with myself. Um, So here we go. Being overly well, overwhelmed, good start to the episode, (laughs) being overwhelmed by strong sensory input, being highly aware of the energy in the environment, being strongly impacted by others' moods, the need to withdraw when things are busy, having a very rich inner life, feeling deeply moved by art, music, and or food, getting annoyed or irritable when people try to make you do stuff. And my personal favorite, you've been told that you are too sensitive. So again, these are just a few of the traits, the more common ones. The first time I heard the phrase highly sensitive person, I can't even really remember what the context was, but I'd remember the feeling I had when I heard about it and then read about it for the first time. I knew in my bones that this was true for me. I had been told countless times throughout my life that I'm too sensitive or that I shouldn't be so sensitive about this particular thing or that I shouldn't take things so personally as if I had any control over my feelings or my sensitivity. It's very challenging to be a highly sensitive person in the world we live in one could easily be engaged in sensory input all the time from the minute we make up we wake up to the minute we go to sleep we could be taking in information and stimulation i actually think it's harder not to do that constantly i know i've had to make a point to not do that even when i'm like going for a walk i usually have to be intentional about not listening to something i do think music is a little bit different than listening to like a book or podcast where you're taking in information. But this constant engagement and expectation that we should be always learning and growing is not supportive to anyone really, but especially not supportive if you identify as highly sensitive. So one thing that I have been thinking about and that has been particularly helpful for me is differentiating being highly sensitive and being shy. Being highly sensitive is not the same as being shy. It's also not the same thing as being introverted, although there is a lot of overlap. 
like being highly sensitive, shy, introverted, if those things were in a Venn diagram, there would definitely be crossover, but they are separate phenomenon or separate things, separate, um, you know, ways of being in the world. This was for me and still is kind of something that has been challenging for me to wrap my head around. I think because for most of my life, I have identified with being shy. But when I learned about being highly sensitive, the first, one of the first things that came to mind was this really big part of me that loves to perform, that loves to be in front of a crowd or like loves to be at the front of a room and teaching all the things that I care about. Even the part of me that loves to share content on social media or like create this podcast. That's a really big part of who I am on a very core level. Nothing gives me more life than performing, which is why I'm such a karaoke enthusiast. And I know because I'm friends with many performers and creative people that this is pretty common. Like you feel, you feel like a sensitive and introverted person, yet you love to perform as an outlet or you love to teach what you, what you really care about. I also know a lot of people who identify as extroverts or who identify as outgoing that hate to perform. So when I think about these traits objectively, loving to perform and teach and be in front of a crowd, that doesn't resonate as shy to me. That's not what I think of when I think of a shy person. I see someone who feels a lot and can get overwhelmed with how they feel. I don't know, like maybe that is the same thing as feeling or being shy, but it just resonates differently to me, thinking of it as highly sensitive, thinking of it as shy and like those things being separate. Like when I'm in a large group of people, I really struggle. It's hard for me to make connections when there are a lot of people around. It's not because I'm afraid of connecting with people. I know that I'm really good at connecting with people. That's a huge part of what I do for a living as a therapist and as an astrologer. So yeah, it's not that I don't want to connect. It's that in a large group, there's so much energy and I'm feeling it all like inside of my body. My nervous system gets very overwhelmed and I just shut down. Like, it's like, I don't know where to go. Like I, it's almost like a freeze response, but not totally. Cause I'm not, it's not like I'm not able to communicate at all. And on top of that, in like a large group environment, I find small talk, especially exhausting. I know that's really common for people that are introverted and I know some people like it. I don't think it's inherently wrong or bad at all. I just am not interested in it because it exhausts me. So when my energy is overwhelmed by the sheer number of people and I'm doing something I don't enjoy, like small talk, which is, you know, kind of like the usual environment for a large, you know, party or a large group thing, it's just bad. It's a no, it's not for me. And I know from experience and lots of feedback over the years that I come across as looking bored or looking like I don't want to connect with people or for lack of a better word, I look bitchy. <laughs> and it's not any of those things. For me, what feels most true is that I'm highly sensitive. 
my system gets overwhelmed and can't take in more. So I, you know, put out or give off an energy that's not very inviting. And I've gotten this feedback so many times that people thought I didn't like them when we first met. And this is really hard feedback to take in. And I also try to have some grace with myself. I'm so much aware, more aware now than of course I was, you know, 10 or even five years ago about how this like shut downness comes across. And so I really try to mitigate it. And at the same time, like I can't control that my nervous system literally shuts down my body. So I try to give myself grace with this while at the same time trying to be aware of how I come across. Of course, I encourage you to do the same if this resonates for you. The other piece about being highly sensitive that I've noticed is this connection between being a highly sensitive person and having some form of disordered eating. Many of my clients over the years have been highly sensitive people. And it makes sense to me that if you're often overwhelmed by your thoughts and feelings and the energy in the environment, just that alone is enough for it to be reasonable that you would cope by trying to like control your body in some way. Trying to control our bodies is a really socially acceptable form of coping. And if you add any powerful authority figures in your life, like a teacher or a parent telling you that you're too sensitive or that you should just get over it, and and you're not given any tools, help, or resources to manage those sensitive feelings, of course you would turn toward your body to cope. And on top of all that, we live in a fat phobic society, one in which disordered eating is normal and encouraged and even celebrated. It's just such a recipe for hating your body and for not dealing with and processing anything difficult that may arise that, yeah, it's just all these things, they just compound together. I would really love to hear how or if this is resonating with you. Like, does the idea of being highly sensitive, does that fit your experience? Obviously, it is more than okay if you don't resonate with this idea. Um, but I'd just really love to hear, like, if, you know, if you haven't heard about being highly sensitive before, if, if this, if this connects with you, you can connect with me over on Instagram at spirit body community. I also wanted to share that I'm working on getting transcripts up of all my episodes. I'm starting from the beginning. So some of the earlier episodes are already up and eventually I will get caught up with all episodes. You can find those transcripts at my website, laurendonaldsontherapy.com in the blog section of my website. So yeah, thanks for listening and hope we can connect again soon. Bye.